Hey everyone, we're back with the District 3 Podcast. This is Edivin, and joining me as a co-host today is my good friend, Elena. Elena, thank you for joining us today. Hello everyone, I'm glad to be back. And hopefully, Elena becomes a reoccurring uh, co-host here with the podcast, so I'm just excited to have her. Um, I think that she is really funny and offers a very creative twist to our podcast and a very informative one. Thank you, thank you. I'll be putting a lot of pressure on the <laughs> <laughs> Now it's on you. You're, you're, yeah. the, you're the main host now, Elena. Um, today we're joined by two friends who have actually been on the podcast before. Uh, Diana Dominguez, who is the founder of Mas Libritos. Um, and also we have Blanca Maldonado, who is the co-owner of the Sugar Apple and Baking Company. And they have an event coming up this Saturday, which is what we're going to talk about today. Um, but I did want to catch up with you all first, you know. Diana, you had an event this mm -hmm. past weekend. Um, how did it go? Yeah, I um, also want to say that the, I know we'll talk about the pop-up in a little bit, yeah. the one this Saturday, but the pop-up is also in connection with Rendition. So okay. they couldn't make it here with us, but we'll be able to talk a little bit about her business and what she does. And so in terms of this past Saturday, um, it was a whirlwind of, of emotions, I think. This has been something that I've been dreaming about for a really long time, and it's been really sweet to also hear from people, hey, look, like, it's happening. You're making mm -hmm. it happen. Um, and so I was able to have a lot of support that day, almost sold out out of, like, all the books that oh, I man. had. It was still a small collection, but I um, sold out very quickly of the bilingual children's books and then adult books that we had almost sold out of, of those as well. And it was a really good collaboration with Bites and Wolves because they've, that business has done, Sandra and Laura have done a really good job of yeah. um, creating a nurturing community in that space. So I think mm -hmm. it was just a natural flow of just having me be there present. And so, of course, I love bites and bowls of food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it so was, good. yeah, it was nice. Blanca stopped by and got some food that day. And so it was, it was nice to also reconnect with some folks that I haven't seen in a, in a while. And um, like I said, people who've heard about this dream of mine and kind of different life stages and have been following me um, and kind of being like my cheerleader so mm. but yeah i think one of the one of the cool things and i mentioned that on facebook when i posted yesterday uh it's cool just to see the journey from where yeah, it started okay. you know when it was kind <laughs> yeah. of one of those things where you were like i want to do this but i don't know i don't know how to start yeah. i don't want like <laughs> yeah. i'm kind of i'm kind of anxious to start yeah and then to see uh you know like the news article yeah it's like oh this this shit's real yeah right? and a little behind the scenes but with that is I set up that little balloon arch. I went in like at eight o'clock when Bites and Bowls opened and I set it up and then I went ho I went um, home to go get something to eat and then like literally 15 minutes before the event started, mm. I had my books to set up and I saw the media truck like and I, yeah. I was telling Victor because Victor was in the car and he helped me with uh, with the whole setup. So shout out to him, by the way, who's been there with shout me. Out, through, yes. Um, he, he was like, oh my God, what if that, you know, what if that truck KNWA is here for and I'm like, no, no, trying to, yeah, but right. yeah, I was like, no, you know, and then they like followed us all the way down on Robinson. I'm like, okay, yeah, they're most likely going to do an interview. And, and they were great. Like it was super easy to talk with them, uh, but didn't expect that. And I think going back to, uh, with friends of mine, I include Blanca in this, especially Blanca, because I would be texting her and be like, okay, what do I do with this, this, this? And she really helped um, to guide me through a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think also just gave me just a lot of reassurance. And she's always been like my IG supporter. You know that person? You know like that no, one like person? That for me too. Yes, like <laughs> everyone. She's like just supporting people yeah. and giving yeah, animal. Sure. And so, but yeah. And I kind of want to talk about that, what you just said. I kind of feel like 
even though Blanca is very young, she's kind of like an OG in like uh, in like business, Latina-owned businesses and I, yeah. marketing I look and up stuff to like her that. A lot, yeah. yeah and so I don't think I've told her that maybe thanks. in person, but yeah. I, yeah, I do. I feel like you you are like you broke ground, you know, with what you did, and that's and with those locas, you know, yeah. and, and just marketing on social media and stuff. And I see a lot of like the work that you did in a lot of the the new Latina entrepreneurs locally here. You know, I kind of feel like they're following I a love lot of the seeing same it. strategy that you fought, that <laughs> yeah. you did with, with those It's locals. good. Start small. Just start. That's like what I tell everybody. You got an idea, just do it. Everybody has ideas. And I feel with like... figured out how to get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel really like exciting. with social media, you did such a good job at like not only putting the business out there, but like marketing in a way where it's exciting, fun, and colorful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the business today, the local Latino business are doing that. And I, I feel like a lot of them were inspired by your work. Um, yeah. So I think culturally, we're t- all fun and colorful, too, though. Yeah, that's true. It's like, <laughs> I think what I all, I think my influence would have been just be proud of it. You yeah. already are colorful and fun and are full of great ideas. Yeah. Own it and yeah, move forward. Yeah, but you put a brand out there for us in our community that didn't exist in the region. So, mm. yeah, like there's a lot of that that we see nationally, but I think it's different when, when you see that coming locally, you Thank know, like you, you literally made the, like a, a, a Spanglish shirt about hogs. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer like, had a big, she's a huge hog fan and that was her. She had great ideas. She has great ideas. Shout out yeah. Jennifer. And, yes. And all the other stuff that y'all did on those shirts, yeah. you know, like Hablo Espanol. And then yeah. I would see your, y'all stuff at Bites and Bulls yeah. as well. Uh, Bites and Bulls. They just do such a good job yes. Like yes reaching yes, out to community i'm gonna give a shout out to um to the owner of bites and bulls because when i was looking for for food for a homeless client she mm-hmm. uh, she was like hey if you need food like we'll give you a yeah. free meal for your client like yeah. just and and i know she probably didn't want me to tell anybody but yeah like, I was gonna say. But, <laughs> but like people need to know when there's yeah. good people Sandra and Laura. people yeah, need Sandra to know when there's good people yeah. in the community like i got a, a dm from bites and bowls and i'm like why is bites and bowls dming me because usually it's like from their own personal yeah. Uh, yeah social media and they were like hey if you need like any food oh, just stop by and we'll give that you sounds like, like yeah y'all can go straight to heaven if there is heaven, <laughs> i know right <laughs> uh, have you had bites and bowls yet Elena? i have yeah they catered at um Solcon. And that okay. was my first time, oh, and yeah. they had like some really good pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the sandwiches so, are so their good. sandwiches are yeah, so good. Yeah, the sandwiches yeah. are really good. So, so we're talking about bites and bowls. What's what's your go to meal there? And to put you on the spot, the I'll chipotle start. sandwich. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Too. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. That's mine too. It's so consistent. Yeah. Like I know what I'm gonna get, and mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be good. That's the, the thing sun. about Laura is her food is always consistent. Yeah, yeah, that's all I ask for when I go somewhere to yeah. eat. I'm like, I want it to be consistently good. With your yeah. side of chips, because they give you like chips yes, on the side chips, as well. Yes. <laughs> have you had the chiraquiles there yet? Yes, yes I was about to I say. Yes, that is oh my. God. So I have like a list. If I don't do the verde waffle, which is like mm. a like a it's like a veggie waffle that yeah. they have, um, on the weekends I'll do the chilaquiles or chipotle chilaquiles, and then for sandwiches I'll I'll do the chipotle with lettuce or. I'll do the avocado BLT. Yeah. And I've tried to make those at home, but it's not same, it's not the same. same like, I'm obsessed with them because yeah. of that. Yeah. And then their iced chai is really good, too. And I know so. Diana goes there a lot because, like, a lot of the times when I go, she's already there. <laughs> she's already there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's 8 in the morning. What are you doing here? Sandra, every time, anytime we walk in, Sandra goes, oh, you guys came all the way from Bentonville. I was like, yes, it's worth the drive. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, a whole thing for our family to yeah, go and have breakfast that. out there. Because, like, a spot like that, if you really think about it, there really isn't, like, a Latino-owned, like, 
would it be considered breakfast food kind of spot? Yeah, there's yeah, one like it's in a Rogers. Brunch, lunch, but also like the significance of it being on East Springdale too, yeah. right? I think that they're driving businesses over there, and and I think putting importance on that side of the community because I think it's also so so overlooked. Mm. So I love that about the the location and the placement of it. Yeah, yeah I think it was like. <laughs> Three minutes away from where I live, and what, like three minutes away from Let's where you live too. Let's not give away where we live. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I said we live when we when we used to live in the same apartment complex, yeah. I was like, yeah, we live in the same apartment complex, yeah. and then I was like, don't don't tell people don't, where don't I live. Don't tell people where I live. Yeah, I didn't say an exact address, but yeah. uh, so Blanca, yes. uh, can we talk about you know the Sugar Apple Baking Company? Last time you were here, you had already started with that, but obviously we were focused yes. on the campaign back then. Um, can you talk about uh, the company and also you know your your business partner as well. Yeah, so Sugar Apple Baking Company was started in March of 2022. Right, it's 2023 now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so I've met Danny. I've known mm-hmm. Danny for a while and she's always like baked for fun. Mm. Like incredible stuff. Like she would make me baklava for fun. Okay. <laughs> and like some complex stuff and I would tell her for a little while, she was like selling cinnamon rolls out of her trunk, which were incredible. Are amazing. They sound good. Yeah, they're good if people are gonna meet up with you at Macadoodles to buy <laughs> cinnamon buns off of this woman out of her trunk. That's how it started. That's how she started. At Macadoodles all the time. Yeah, she That's would meet up at Macadoodles and be like, "All right, I'm gonna be here on Sunday at eleven o'clock. Come get your come get your order." And people would show up, roll up, and get their buns. Oh, man. And I would tell her, and I'm like, <laughs> I love "Yo, that. you need to start your own business and do that." She's a full time teacher. And she has a son. She's a single mom. And she's telling me, she's like, I don't have time. Like, Mm. it's a lot of work. And eventually, I was like, all right, what can't... We made a list of stuff that she doesn't want to do and stuff that I'm good at, stuff she's good at. And we're like, all right, together we can run this business. She's an introvert. She doesn't like to deal with social media. She doesn't like to deal (laughs) with people. (laughs) (laughs) She, um, But she's super talented. Like, she'll dream up a recipe, wake up, and try to make it. Okay. Um, so that's how we started. I we came up with a plan, um, had our first pop up in March, mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of success since mm-hmm. then. We we uh, did an accelerator program over the fall, and we won a community grant money. Okay. So Yay. with that money, we just got our laminator yesterday. So we're gonna be cranking out some more puff pastries. And- Talk a little bit about that too, because I didn't realize like the need for the laminator like like the process yes so the puff pastries we were selling is almost a six hour process and it's a physical like rolling out the dough folding it putting it in the fridge get the other one folded again so it's about i think she she might kill me if i give the wrong number but it's about a hundred and something fold layers that's a lot and there's butter in each of them so that's why they're so flaky but they're so good i like i cried when I took a bite I literally texted them and I was like I cried just now <laughs> it's so good like I love it when people buy our stuff at pop-ups and eat it in front of me because yeah. their reaction is so organic and it was always like their eyes roll back or their <laughs> moan they, yes! they pass out they pass out it's always like that I'm like yes I'm like go ahead no. eat it and I'm like I have to tell them to eat it in front of me so that's how we started we did the accelerator program the laminator now it takes that process from like six hours to down to 30 minutes okay. That's or an hour. No, most of the time it's the dough chilling in the, in the fridge, mm. not physically. And then there's something that I could do now. And yeah. Danny can go do something else. I could roll the dough. I could use the machine versus when she was doing it, she was doing it by herself. 
there's a video on our Instagram showing like a time lapse of how mm. long that takes in the process of it too. So get on our Instagram at Sugar Apple Baking Co. <laughs> and check us I, out. Oh, y'all, I need to check to see if I follow. I think I do follow you, but I need to double check just to make sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, your friend uh, and business partner couldn't make it today. Yes. Um, but yeah, right. um, I like I like that you're talking about, you know, like her contributions. and She's what... super talented. Yeah. Like for me, it feels like <clears throat> growing up, I had this fantasy of, of uh, managing an artist. Mm. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, this like manifested in a way that I didn't expect. <laughs> in my head, it was going to be a musical artist. Yeah. But she's like, I joke around that I feel like I'm managing an artist and I have to like, carefully not push her too much because mm. <laughs> I need my talent yeah. to be in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, I know Danny too. She is an artist though. She really is. She's a real artist, like super sensitive about her shit. Mm. That's what we say. <laughs> and I'm like, she she doesn't deal with anything with social media because she doesn't want to hear like the noise. So she doesn't even log into our business account. I handle really? all that. Yeah. I feel like so. you probably handle a lot of social media, don't you? Yes. Because uh, I feel like you're... I have like four or five Instagrams because of different things that I do. Yeah. Um. So I, I imagine you're probably in the same because I see you like post on your personal and then like a few seconds later, it's like the business. And yeah. Then, and then you're sharing all these different things. Yeah. I handle my husband's. He's a realtor. Okay. Pedro. So I handle I started taking over more of his account and helping him out. Um. Then I handle I was handling those locas and then mm -hmm. I handle Sugar Apple. And then my other job, I handle theirs too. <laughs> oh my God. It's a lot. Yeah, it's easy for it comes. I didn't realize how hard it is for some people. For me, it's like, boop, boop, boop. because you, you have experience. In yeah. It. That's the thing. And I think it comes like natural to you. Yeah. Too. I always used to make videos for fun growing up. That's what yeah. it feels like to me. Mm -hmm. um, when we would be left home alone in the summer, my brothers, I'd take the camcorder and we make music videos. I and I would that. edit stuff and make like text and all that stuff. So now I feel like, oh, this is so much easier. Mm -hmm. um, but it reminds me of that. Like, my cousins and I joke around, like, oh, if Blanca, if we were little and we had TikTok, Blanca would have us all over the <laughs> internet making all types of videos. Yeah. Like, I get tagged on all this stuff from my cousins. And they're like, this is us growing up. If Blanca had a video, like, if she had this, these apps now, this is what we would, she would have us doing. That's <laughs> funny about the camcorder thing, because I used to do that, too. Really? Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I remember. I would get in trouble. Why? Because my parents would be like, you can't touch that. It's expensive. <laughs> But oh. I, I'd still touch it. I, I didn't care. Because <laughs> the camcorder was, was expensive? Yeah, yeah. But I do it while they're at work. I would like I would have a continuous shot. I think we'd be like, I think one music video that we filmed, we did uh, Beverly Hills by Weezer. Mm -hmm. No, Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. I did that. It was like my cousin was like the lead singer and stuff. And I just changed like the filter to make like everything black and white. Yes. And I thought it was like That's the coolest so thing yes. ever. Uh, luckily, none of that ever made it to social media, you know. Cause oh my gosh, my brothers there. are like, please don't ever post the stuff you made. Because my dad was a DJ, so he had all the smoke and all oh, the lights. Oh, we like, wow. we went, I went all out. Okay, so you had everything. Yes. Your brother does video too, doesn't he? Yes, he works for the CW. Okay. I think yeah. I remember you mentioning that like the first episode. He helped us, oh, big shout out to Ronald at the CW. He helped us put together our pitch video for the accelerator mm. program okay yeah he made it look real good and edit that i didn't realize how much work that was a five minute video took us about 12 hours between mm. like getting all the making the script yeah. and recording mm. all the footage and then editing it all 
Yeah, I en- I enjoy that. You you probably enjoy that too, right, Elena? Because I mean, you do a lot of video stuff as well. I do some video stuff, but anything that's simple. But I do have a question because both of you guys have gotten like grants and stuff. Like, yeah. how much effort and work did you have to put in, and did you feel like you were supported enough and had the resources to to like follow through with those things? Yes, I really. Um, we did curate. And they are very supportive. They're, we're actually enrolled in a post-accelerator program now with one-on-one coaching. Their one-on-one coaching was phenomenal. Good. They were real, like, we, we know a lot of the stuff already, um, but they refined it for us. And the areas that we didn't know is what we focused on. So right now we want to really focus on wholesaling. So that's why we really wanted the machine because we can't crank out as much by hand and we could mm-hmm. buy with the machine but the flavor will still be there mm-hmm. but it was real helpful the community really showed out for us and that was really like heartwarming i was like <laughs> yes because it was on a tuesday evening yeah out here in fayetteville theater squared like parking sucks so for all the people to see all of them like i was trying so hard not to cry that day i'm like oh my god you came i was so <laughs> excited like i was genuinely happy to see everyone because i was like because with uh food you know, you got to make sure you sell it because you don't want to throw it away. You don't yeah. want any waste. Yeah. So my, it's something we've never done before on a Tuesday evening. Um, but people showed out. It's like I tell Danny, it's easy to sell her stuff when it's good. I mean, it's easy. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm yeah. like, this is easy to do. But there's times where you have doubt where you're like, I ha- that's, that's what my brain was going. Like, it's a Tuesday night. I don't know who has time to come out here. It's in Fayetteville. The pop-ups we've been doing are usually in Bentonville. Mm-hmm. They're in Fayetteville, but they're on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was only like a four-hour window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like maybe yeah. two-hour window. Yeah, yeah. four-hour window, five to eight. But luckily, we sold out. Everything was amazing. and But the program, the Accelerator program was really supportive. Yeah, I think on, on my end, um, I actually had a conversation with Blanca about this. I'm like, do you think I could do a goal? If, like, ac- actually, a lot of what you see, I probably screened through Blanca. <laughs> it was like a t- like a late night text message. Because yeah. for those who don't know, like Blanca and I have, well, and Dan, oh, all of us except Cerinthia, because Cerinthia has taken the leap to go full time with her business, which I'm really happy for her because she's been doing, um, she's been in coffee for such a long time. And I definitely want to hold space and talk a little bit about her in, in, in a little bit. But I think... Um, Sorry, I, you know that meme that is that guy that is like people can't see us, but like frantically like this with his arms out, yeah. Yeah. and like I feel like I'm that all the time. So I'm really <laughs> sorry. Like I know you all are used to it, but no, I think cool. for people on the guy with this like messy hair, yes, yeah, so with this yeah. messy hair, and he's like, I gotta make this point, this point, this point, because it's all connected. <laughs> um, I think for me on the grant side, I started with a GoFundMe, so crowd c- crowd fundraising sourcing, and I was really nervous to do that. I think it was because I was putting it finally like out there and like letting letting people know hey this is something that I want to create and like will you support me you know and so I think that was what was really scary and I also understand that um the demographics that I'm centering and also catering there's lack of access especially financial resources but I think um seeing even them like support I was able to fundraise and actually almost double the amount and and like it was still a very small amount but I it still matters. Like I, I was able to almost double the, the amount in like four days. And I told Blanca, I was like, should I double it? What do you think? And she's like, yes, do it. <laughs> yes. Triple it. Yes, yes, that's me. <laughs> yes. and I, was like, I don't know, Blanca. Yeah. And then after that, um, I 
got invited to Bentonville Soup and actually it was through a connection through Blanca to be able to present my idea in front of um, community, which I think that was a really good practice for me to be able to, we always in like entrepreneur business, it's like pitching your idea mm-hmm. where you present your idea before a set of people. And so it was really nerve wracking. I work in my full-time job. I work, you know, with entrepreneurs and that's something that we work on with them, but it's a completely different experience when you're doing it, you know? Um, and so I was able to um, get some, the way that worked was everybody that attended um, donated a certain amount. Um, be- and then all of that money was pulled together and given to the person that won. And so in that case, I, I did win. And so um, that program is still pending in terms of the funds of what I'm trying to do with, with that because I want it to get a little bit warmer. There's there's a program that I want to do with like a bilingual story time, do a book giveaway and have food provided. But again, I'm, I'm waiting until there's a little bit warmer weather because mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's hard and I understand to like get families out right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk about, uh, Cerinthia. Yeah. Yes. Um, so she's one of the people, one of the other partners in this event happening yes. pop-up shop, eat, sip and read. Uh, <laughs> I spelled read wrong for some reason. <laughs> okay. uh, and, uh, she is the owner of rendition who, and she does coffee and cocktails. Yes. Mm. So, um, Cerinthia, as I said, she couldn't make it today, but she, um, uh, will be there with us on Saturday. She has over 10 years of coffee experience and has over three years of signature drink creating. And I'm going to read a little bit about her bio of her business. Okay. So rendition, a day and night beverage supplier specializing in coffee, mocktails, cocktails, and coffee cocktails. Coffee and cocktail mocktail services available, by the way. Um, she does a lot of pop-ups. And you might have even seen um, last week, I think she had a program at the Momentary where she was walking people through how to make drinks, which I think was really cool okay. to be able to kind of impart her her knowledge. And also, if you don't know this about her, she's also a, um, um, what do you call it? A, a Pink Alchemy um, representative. So they do syrups. It's a local-owned, women-owned business here in Fayetteville. Okay. And actually, a lot of the coffee um, businesses here, they use their syrups to make to make their coffee. So she's oh. actually one of their representatives, which I think is really cool to see, to see that collab. Uh, but what she does is she makes custom recipes for her drinks and and um, we'll be having some of those some some of those this weekend and I'm excited to actually get into the menu in a little bit because yes I like driving here because we were <laughs> sharing you know about um, what was going to be on the menu and I was like driving and reading which is not I don't advise that but no. it is it is like I can't say I'm, I know I need to edit this out but it is just incredible like the things that Sugar Apple and Rendition have come up with like I'm so pumped and i'm not just saying this because <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be there but i'm saying this as like a customer and as a client like yes. i think what they have to offer will will be so good um so whenever we get ready to get into the menu i'm i'm no. excited but that's just a little bit about serinthia um i would say go follow her on rendition um on instagram under rendition coffee and cocktails and then um she also has another instagram which i want to provide that to you as well are the cocktails having alcohol in them this saturday some of them some yes. of them Ooh, yeah turn up early yes yes, <laughs> yes. you know how we do we're, gonna have, we're putting Cerinthia and i are working on putting a playlist together yes. it's gonna be a vibe okay. yes so her second Instagram <laughs> uh, profile is a black coffee a black coffee tail, and so what she does on both of those um, Instagram profiles is she actually even walks you through the process of how to make a drink. So if yeah. you actually need any drink ideas, I would say go onto her website. And she also um, she published a book, A Dirty Barista, with her okay. own um, uh, recipes That's in there. Cool. It's it's an artwork to be able to create like delicious 
alcoholic drinks. Oh, you remember yeah. that one time I tried to make a drink for you at our <laughs> at our house and it was like horrible tasting? Yeah. I thought it was yeah, so good. Yeah, she's trying to make it so easy, right? I know, I was like, just I was like, just, yeah. just throw some lemons, some I, tequila yeah. in there, and then it was like fully loaded. I was like, man, I got this. Th- I know that it's like an art, you know, to yeah, be able to find a balance it so is. that it doesn't feel like there's too much alcohol, yeah. but or there's enough. Too sweet yeah. Or, Both yeah. food and drink is that way i'm like i don't yeah, know how y'all it's like do science it. that's danny danny um, has food science experience too like she literally approaches some of these recipes like a scientist oh and you could taste it like mm-hmm. um i joke around like when i taste things it tastes her stuff tastes to me in layers like the first <laughs> bite is some an experience and then yeah, the flavors an experience sense. and then the way it goes like it, it like uh just goes down your throat is a different yeah, experience I for me you see it? Like I could see that. So yeah, like, it's very way, calculated. Yes, it's very yeah. layered. She yes. thinks about everything, like the textures. Yes. The so for our pop up, I'm really excited. Uh Ruby's pizzeria, Pizzeria Ruby's yeah. is lending us a hot box so that we could <gasps> have the rolls warm. So we'll have oh, warm that's rolls. Incredible. Yes. Wow. So they'll Pizzeria be Ruby's great. Yes, they're awesome. They're they're very supportive and I still haven't tried it, but I've heard it's, it's one of the so best. Irvin, Irvin, I would. You have to. Everything yeah. on their menu is good. I'll it's a different feeling too when you're in there. Like it's not just a pizza joint. No, it's so much more than just it's that. high energy. Yes, oh. the playlist is yes. always fire. Yes, <laughs> their playlist is always good. In the summers, like in the back, just have drinks with your friends and pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go this weekend. I'll check it out. <laughs> yes. Um. So the event's going to be hosted by Hill Hill Folk. Yes. yes. And their Springdale location. Yes. Um. What's their address again? Uh, I'm gonna have to pull it up. One eight one fifteen. Yeah. One fifteen West, West Emma. Emma. Yes. So it's the famous hardware store, and it's okay. their a temporary location where they're doing pop ups, mm-hmm. and they're bringing more craft events. Um. Mm-hmm. To Springdale. Yep. And they sell like textile stuff to people that crochet yep. or I'm not a crafty person. <laughs> so I don't Yeah. And even that how that came about is really interesting because that space was um that space is being sponsored by Hill Folk, which means that they provided that space for free for us. Yes. And so via Apple reached out and said, Hey, I have this space doing pop ups, see what you all are doing in the community. Like, why don't you use this space? And I hadn't I had personally had never met her before. Didn't really know much about her. Knew that she was in biking, um, but but didn't know much. And so it was. I don't know. For me, it was really surprising. But when I talked to her, I was like, kind of. I asked her like, what why? What is your why for for supporting us in this way? One, of course, she knows you. You know, she knows you, and yeah. you have a direct connection there. Um, but I think also like her emphasis on supporting other BIPOC and women owned businesses in the area, and she has a long trajectory of of building up businesses um, in even downtown Bentonville. So a lot of what you see in downtown Bentonville, she's been able, those are direct contributions from, from her. So oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, for this, just again, just to remind people, it's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yep. at, um, do, you, do you all know the location, the exact location, yeah. the address? 115 West Emma. 115 West Emma? Yeah, the famous hardware store. Okay. And you said that. I must have missed the actual oh, address. Oh, it's okay. That's all right. Um, so if people can, can show up, they, do they, they don't have to bring anything. No, no. come spend Just your money, money and support. Yes. Money. Come support yes. all women-owned businesses yes. in one spot. You get yes. to drink, eat, and buy a book. Yes. You and, know, and uh, we're going to have some good vibes. We're going to have a playlist put together. Yeah. And Sugar Apple, we're going to have uh, coconut rolls. 
So oh, that's, is we talking about the menu now? Yeah, let me talk oh about the menu. Oh my god, my mouth is going to start salivating. So the coconut roll, and Danny's West Indian, so a lot of the baked items are influenced from her culture. She's from Beckway. Okay. Uh, it's called salara, or a coconut slice, but she's making it in a kind of like a cinnamon roll because it's more, I told her it's easy to recognize around here. Yeah. Uh, but the flavor is going to be there. It's going to have, it's a bun, it has warm brown sugar, nutmeg, cinnamon, and ginger. And it has the texture of a sticky bun. Mm. And then um, we're going to have a carrot cake with buttercream frosting. So she said growing up in the Caribbean, they always had bake sales. And that was one of their signature items. And it has like a little carrot piped at the top. That's so cute. Really I love cute. carrot cake. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love carrot cake. It's really good. And then we're going to have a matcha lemon cookie. Yeah. So that one we're kind of testing out. It's from testing out a summer menu, and we're like, let's just sell it here, too. Yeah. I've had their matcha cookie. It's real good. And now we're going to mix it with the lemon. I know. I'm interested to see yes. how that is. Um, so calories don't count Saturday. Oh, we don't. No. No. Uh, we're not about that. <laughs> no. no. We're about joy. Yes. Yeah. And do you guys have the drink menu as well? Yes. yes. Um, let's see. So uh, Cerinthia with Redition is offering a coffee drink, a soda, and a lemonade. Um, so on the coffee drink, it's gonna it's called Arkansas Hug, which has um, which complements the coconut roll that um, Blanca just mentioned. It has oat milk, butternut squash, pumpkin, brown sugar, cane sugar, maple, cassia, which is a Chinese cinnamon, cardamom seeds, coffee, and an optional dark rum. And then the orange soda uh, to complement the uh, the carrot cake is has fresh squeezed orange juice, brown sugar, cardamom bitters. And it's topped with sparkling water. And then the last one, which is Unicorn Magic, a rendition signature. It has lemon, vanilla, honey, lavender tea, brown sugar, strawberry magic with an optional wine float. Ooh. Right? Yes. And do you guys kind of have like a price set up already for those? Um, right now, the, the sticky buns, the rolls are going to be $5 each. And the loaves. Oh, so the carrot cake is a mini loaf. What? Yeah, they're going to be mini loaves. Oh so that God. one's $10. That usually serves four, four, four people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm about then, to take like five. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the matcha cookies we have not priced out yet. That one is like an R&D close to final product. And we don't know the cost of that yet. And then we always have the salted rice krispies. Those are five fifty. Yes. Um, salted caramel rice krispies are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... There always ends up being something random that she dreamt up the day before and she needs to get out of her system and we have it at the pop-up. I still don't know what it is. That's why I have a hard time telling you what the final menu is going to be. I was like, I have three items. (laughs) Yeah, I think we'll probably have it final. I think we're hoping maybe Friday to put out. It's final now. Well, at least for the prices with the drinks too. Oh, yeah. We'll have it on Friday. So I would probably say expect a menu on all of our socials probably by sometime on Friday. If not, for sure... Saturday morning. It's like Christmas. You wake up and you get I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good that y'all mentioned some other prizes because some people yeah. carry only cash, so yeah. oh, we didn't know how much cash to bring. Yeah, oh, I want to mention I am only taking card right now okay. on on the bookend side of it. Okay, so, okay. yeah. Cash up? Yes, I do have cash up. <laughs> yes, but but card is just easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have like yeah. one of those, uh, what do they call them? The readers? The square readers? Yeah. You yes. know one of those mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't accept, does, does that accept Apple? Apple? Sometimes. 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 I don't know. I've no. been trying to set it up on my account and been having issues. I just, I just wonder how to do it. I have to, I have to get Manny to, I have to get a, 
Gen uh, Zer to yeah. help me. Yeah, like I, I was like, hey, man, like, how do I do this? Like, when I go to the store, like, do I just? Like, oh, I mean, the- I have to figure out how to accept accepting Apple Pay on my on for our business. Oh, uh, uh, okay. how to accept it? I'm like, it's not like easy. One, two, three, plug in my account numbers. Yeah, and I haven't made time to contact customer support i didn't even know like on my personal side people would send me apple money and i didn't know that it had an expiration uh, yes what i didn't know that yes either. and so i was like oh well it's it's there it goes back after a certain <laughs> time. so i had like people would send me money on my birthday and i saw all this money just like went back wow went back. Uh, i know except your apple money yes <laughs> Yeah. I'm really excited about this pop-up. Me too. I mean, I know yeah. individually I had met up with Cerinthia back in August and yes. with the idea of like, hey, one day we should have a pop-up together probably next year when we're like settled in. And I know mm. Danny and I yeah. have mentioned mm-hmm. it to Diana when she gets yeah. ready. I think they were honestly like they were also like, okay, when are you going to? the bookstore, bookstore. And I'm like, okay, give me time, give me time, give me time. And then with Cerinthia, I think I met Cerinthia just through mutual friends and I'd always wanted to be able to like connect with her. But I think being able to see this, us together, and I think it's I think it's really important to, to note that, you know, we're all coming from minoritized or marginalized communities as women. And here we are, you know, supporting each other, creating that that community. But also we're asking the community to, to um, invest in us, invest yes. in our businesses. Yeah. So... Yes. Are y'all wanting uh, media there? Oh, we'll take oh, media yeah. there. Any yes. media. Yes. All the media. All the influencers. <laughs> Elena. <laughs> if you're an influencer, <laughs> come out and record us. Yes. Influencers. Influencers, <laughs> come spend your money and take some video. Media, come out. I'm never going to say no to that. Yeah. Hey. Um, for the bookstore aspect, um, yeah. what would the experience be like for people who want to go? You know, it's not yeah. just books that are in Spanish, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're just you're just showing work from um, yeah. BIPOC people. Well, so. Blanca was there. Yes. I feel like she can um, kind of speak to that experience and then I'll kind of fill in what I that was, was like for it you. Was, it felt like someone picked out books just for me. Mm. It felt really good. Like the So I follow an account called the Net Ministry. I am the most nap advocate oh, person you will ever meet nap the nap ministry yeah. account so she talks about resting and yeah. how important okay. it is and and then diana was like oh i got a book for you i think you like this one and she showed it to me and i was like oh, i it, i felt like she knew my life because i saved it yeah. like on instagram eventually to get it because oh, i didn't know that yes um and then the the poetry one by Jessica. Yeah, Jessica Salgado. I've been following her for so long. Yeah. She's a Salvadorian woman. Yeah. Writes poetry. Yeah. I saw this one poem. She just read like a video that I, oh, I think you shared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was And beautiful. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I had seen some of her stuff before, and I connected with this one. I bought it. Pedro, my husband, reads it at the table. Really? While we're eating. That is so beautiful. While we're reading it, he goes, oh, I can't read this right now. <laughs> this is deep. He goes, like, yeah. like, I was like, I know cry. it's so good, right? Yeah. So it feels like. You knew what I needed, and oh, you had it in the in the selection. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of people felt that way. Yeah, because I I like to read. I just have a hard time making decisions too, <laughs> of yeah. what I'm gonna pick. No. Um. Okay. So it was like really refreshing to go there and mm-hmm. be like, yes, I want a lot of these books, but these two, <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect that. I knew I wanted them. Yeah. But I I didn't make the time to go ahead and order it online. Yeah, so. I would say it's definitely a um a very curated collection. So. Mm-hmm. Again, who I'm centering are, um, you know, BIPOC, queer, and trans people. And so I think you'll see that in the books that I carry. 
um, and it's always interesting to like on my end doing the research and and like I can't necessarily go to like uh what is it new york times best-selling list and right. pick out because unfortunately not a lot of our there are some and i think that that culture is changing but i have to do a little bit more research to see what's out there and i think as a reader myself um i'm able to kind of pull in on on what i know and um it's interesting i've never really sold i've never sold books for a living this is my first experience i've, I've had other sales experience and so it was interesting it was like a natural kind of way I was like how do you sell well because before I, I worked at a library and you know we don't sell we don't we sell programming but that's free um, but it was a different experience on my end especially meeting new people um, I, I try to be very mindful as like a like low-key introvert that sometimes you just want to go into a business and you want to browse you don't want anybody to talk to you and so I wanted to reserve space for those people and be like hey you know so I think when you come up to the book, you know, the pop-up on my end, any pop-up that I have, I'll always greet you, say hi, I'll ask for your name, I'll ask, you know, if there's anything that you're looking for in a particular, give you space to browse, and then um, I look to see kind of what you're looking at, and then I'll ask you, like, oh, you know, you picked up this, are you maybe interested in this, because I have these other books, um, and so, in, and I would say, even if you're not a reader, that's okay, um, I'm sure I can still find find something for you as as a non-reader. I definitely want to. Um, you see graphic novels more in young adult, but I want to carry graphic novels. That's something personally that I want to yes. get more into because I think it's also just a lot easier too to digest it. Um, so I would say it's it's a very curated experience of what you're seeing, and I want people to feel that way. I want them, as Blanca said. Um, for them to to look at books and be like, wow, you know, like I feel seen, represented, but also heard. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm what I'm hoping to to create in that experience. So thank you for asking. Is there a is there a process right now, or have you thought about it? If like if there are any BIPOC people that want to recommend you a book to add to your collection, is there a process um, for that? I've kind of been doing that and on the download. So I had a couple people that that came and they were like, "Hey, the, that showed up and they bought stuff," but they were like, "Do you have this book?" And I'm like, "No," because I'm I'm starting off with a small collection. But if you want that book, I can order it and put it in the next kind of order placement that I have. Um, just because on my end, just like a little behind the scenes. I do have to order a certain amount to get like free shipping and um, also to ensure that they're going to come come on time. So but I'm I am always open to recommendations. I think on that note, though, I probably should create something online where people can recommend something that they can um, that they can order. And I probably need to have some some guidelines to around that, too, though. Yeah, because I mean, well. there's a book that I might yeah. recommend. You're like, eh. <laughs> like no, I, no, 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 I just mean yeah. like I think it also I would say. I like I'm not a library in the sense of like I have to make sure I have to have everything mm -hmm. you know like I can be more specific of, of what I carry and what I like kind of allow in my collection yeah I um, mean and, and making sure that it aligns with with the values that I have like as a business owner um, you can always purchase whatever book that you want though through bookshop that online platform so even if folks aren't able to come out to some of the pop-ups they can or they don't see a specific book um, I would say, you know, Bookshop is, is that platform, that online platform where they can purchase books that directly support independent bookstores like mine. Okay. So, so talking about books, uh, question for you all, what is a book that you're reading now or that you just read recently? I'm reading Parables of the Talents by Olivia Butler. Mm. 
I read the first book. It took me a year and a half to read that book because it's so intense. Yeah. I had to take like emotional breaks from it. But the second book is flowing really nice. So I have (laughs) I have like I like it because not to give away too much. Yeah. Each chapter has three voices in it. Oh, I love that. Like different point of views and someone that gets bored easily. Yeah. That like really keeps me engaged. Mm. And I get to see like what they were experiencing um at the same time, but from their point of views. Gotcha. So I'm reading that. Yeah. Um, then I'm about to pull up, pull up her list. Yeah, well, I just oh at the same God, time. I'm always talking about my overdue books because I have overdue books from Sabrina Public Library <laughs> right now. Um, what am I reading? So I am. I started. So one of the things I'm trying to do with the bookstore is read and share what I'm reading, but I missed last month because I was so busy. Um, but I picked up Year of the Tiger by Alice Wong. It's a disability, an Asian disability activist, um, and that book has been challenging. It's hard because I I have a lot of um thank you. I have a lot of like unlearning to do. Um and also like a learning and inter- and and relearning um of how I can be a better advocate, but also like what am I a lot of the learning that I'm trying to do, like I'm doing it for my personal self, but also like as a future like as a business owner that wants to have a brick and mortar. So like what yeah. practices am I gonna put in place for the people that um work with me in my business and um, you know, how am I communicating that? So I'm reading that. And then I try to start reading Solito in Spanish. Um, I haven't read Spanish since I was in grad school. And reading in Spanish is, is just like it takes – it's a, it's another mm, side of our brain. Yeah. yeah. And that one, it, it was going to be hard anyways because it's about um, the author and his migration story. So like literally migrating um, to the U.S., and then um, I'm trying to think of the – I picked up another one, and I can't remember what that other one what was. What was that meme you shared on Instagram like three days ago about – I'm always going to have an opinion even if I haven't read the book. Was it that Also, oh, I like how you – because that is me. That, it, was a, it was a lady that's looking from the roof. You know that meme that you shared? Yeah, like, that is – that yeah, 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 yeah. That's from the Hulu show um, – Pin 15. Oh, I love that show. I know. It's I so love funny. That show. I yeah. shared that meme too, but I'm like, yeah. the mind, I think the, it had the same picture, but like yeah. mine said like, when the, you're like old book looking at you when you're buying like three <laughs> yes. you yes, that's read. me. I have yeah. so many that I, because I get bored. Yes. I read one and I'm like, ugh, this is boring. And I move on to the next book. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's also hard too, like in adult life, yeah. you know, to continue on that practice of reading. So that's, that's another thing too. I'm like, yeah. I want us to get back into that. Yeah. For me growing up, it was just to escape too. And now yeah. that I'm an adult, I'm like, I could do all the stuff I want. I'm going to stay <laughs> in my house. I'm going to literally escape. Yeah. Black is always in the Don't street. Read. I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about no. you, Elena? Um, I just got, I like murder mysteries, and so I don't, I forgot what it's called because I just bought it, but it's by Holly Jackson. That's all. She did a good girl's guide to murder, um, which is, which was a really good book, um, is showing how sometimes people of color are like, you know, blamed on murder and this girl tries to solve the mystery, like the murder and like knows it wasn't him because all this stuff. So yeah, I'll see how this one is like. That, that is that is true though. I mean, that's that's something that does happen. People remain incarcerated and get put on like the death penalty mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And when they didn't even commit uh, the crime, I, I'm currently reading "Crazy as My Superpower." It's mm-hmm. based on a, a real life story of a Latina woman who dealt with like mental illness her entire life. Mm-hmm. Her mom dealt with uh, schizophrenia, uh, and then eventually she became a pole wrestler. What? Uh, that's and, cool. But now she retired from pro wrestling because she messed up her neck, and she's mm-hmm. back to like 
mental health awareness advocacy yeah advocacy um so it's teaching me a lot about just you know having family members that are that are uh, that have deep mental illnesses yeah. that affect them every day and how someone can uh not necessarily overcome the mental illness but mm -hmm. overcome in life while still battling day to day mm -hmm. uh with mental illness so it's a little sad but i think overall it has a good message of just overcoming mm -hmm. um i want to ask is there a children's book that you all i always like to hear people's children's book like favorite do you have one or do you i didn't remember? have children's books like even for really the library because um, i didn't either for i have some for my son I or read even to him. that yeah, yeah i read to him when he was i read to him i still read to him a bunch um so this most i don't know if it's children's this is the most recent one kobe uh -huh. bryant released uh a book series uh -huh. um and I can't remember the title, but I remember I forgot the title too, but I, okay. I do remember it. Wiznards, something like that. Wiznards, something. And I'm gonna look it up. And I we've gifted it. We coach basketball. Mm -hmm. We've gifted it to some of our girls for their oh, birthdays. So we sweet. get the book. By the way, you don't have to buy books just for yourself. They make great gifts. So buy my mas libritos <laughs> because I love gifting books too. Yeah, same. Um, but that that one is really good. Okay. I mean, it it encompasses basketball and and it like shows it teaches you grit and we have really we had really really great conversations based off the book reading to leo also yeah. parents when you're reading to your kids is great yeah. a great like reason to start random conversations with your kids yeah. like it, you don't know where their brain is going to yeah, go their imagination i always that. encourage parents like just read to them they don't have to understand everything they just got to hear the words and yeah. start a conversation yeah mine is uh siempre te querré you know oh. It's in English, it's, let me see the. I love we'll you, love, love you, you forever. Yes, I've seen that. That one's really cute. My mom yeah. used to read that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. when I was a a toddler, yeah. and like, uh, she read to me till I was like eight or seven, I believe. And then, uh, like six years ago, I gifted it to her for her birthday, and she. Uh -huh. I've never seen her cry so that. much. That I've never. So, so cute. She saw the book and she just too. broke down. I was like, well, because like my mom doesn't show any emotion. My mm -hmm. mom's very emotionless, which is probably why I'm very emotional it's a lot hard. of the times too yeah uh, and then just seeing her break down like that i was like i was sad obviously seeing her cry but i was yeah. like okay this feels good we got some we got some good emotion here yeah. um but yeah i love that book and yeah. i and i just bought it at a at a salvation army uh not salvation army a goodwill <laughs> yeah uh, two weeks ago for 65 cents yes shout out secondhand books i'm hoping to create a system for that in the future Yes. And children's books are so good to give. Like, even if you're not, like, if you don't have kids, if you just want to give it to someone else that's an adult, I feel like children's books are so beautiful, especially, mm. the like, the ones that are, that are coming out now. So, Elena. Uh, favorite book? Yes. Like, um, children's book. If you I really like one. Ronald Dahl, like, yeah. growing up. So, like, you know, Char Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The yes. Witches, The BFG. So, yes. I really, he really helped my imagination growing up and stuff and love oh. the movies till today. Yeah, I thought of another one. What? What do you do with an idea? Let me see. Um, I don't think I remember that one. That one, uh, we still read that to Leo, and it's mm. it's probably because it taps into like our entrepreneur yeah vibes at I the house. That. Um, because it tells you like what do you do with an idea? It keeps growing until you get it out. That sounds like such a good book. Oh, yeah, it's fun to read, it. and it's like it won an award. It's therapeutic too. too for us to like a reminder yeah. for ourselves while I'm reading it. I really like that one. And they have another one that's called What do you do with a problem? Oh, I like So it that. teaches you to be look for solutions and not dwell in the problem. I love Those that. two are like we're always are still on rotation. 
Are Dr. Seuss books considered problematic nowadays? Yeah. I think one was. I rap those. Those are so fun. All <laughs> like, oh, the places you'll go. I love that. It one. was yes. the characterization that they had of, of black people in that. And oh, really? some of their books. Yeah. yeah they, I knew there was something. I just yeah, forgot what it was. A lot of these, a lot of, and even present day, I'm like, I'm not going to comment on that, but. Even Twilight. Just that. Twilight's got some stuff too. Yes. problematic as well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to name mine. I'm like, I'm going to, I want to. Mine was corduroy. Do you all remember that <gasps> yes, one? Yes, that remember one was corduroy. my. It was like the one about uh, the overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the bear that bear. lost his yeah, like button and like went the whole, around <laughs> yes, the whole mall, the mall. Yes. trying to look for one. And then I think um, present day, there's so many good ones. Honestly, I always like to recommend to people um, board books and picture books, which is what I carry for on the bilingual side. Is a company, Little Libros. It's a Latina-owned company out of California that they saw this need Mm -hmm. for bilingual books and so they started publishing books and they actually have an Instagram but a lot of what they have um super cute I told you about super torta when Mm -hmm. I came on this last time the other one that they had was um Jefferson actually and it's like the whole premise of it is that it's this like little boy that um that attends school and like his teacher keeps saying his name wrong or someone mm, keeps saying his name yeah. wrong. And so there's people that oh, keep like correcting. And so that's why he says like, it's actually Jefferson. And so that title is Jefferson actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think I, so I think I remember a lot of these books are like, they open, uh, what do they call that? Whenever you think of like a nostalgia moment, they, what's that? There's a term. There's a, there's a famous term in that book. It just kind of reminds me of my childhood, yeah. but I can't grasp the the yeah. memory 100 percent i just remember yeah, like it distinctly a flashback or something i started i started writing the children's book that i told you oh, I that's good. To write. yeah that's good. i think like it's it's centered on little things that we did as uh immigrant kids like for our parents yeah that uh were powerful are powerful but we mm-hmm. didn't think of them mm-hmm. as powerful like the first one that i i'm already like 85 percent done it's like focusing on how powerful it is to be the tr- the interpreter for your parents yeah. at like the yes. doctor's office yeah. and and but kind of making it like a small little uh picture book mm-hmm. but just kind of every one of them being something like that you did as a kid mm-hmm. for your parents or with your parents mm-hmm. that you didn't know was powerful mm-hmm. I like, like that. until you know yeah. you're an adult yeah. UPS so UPS store translating at the UPS store oh. too <laughs> <laughs> that sounds complicated <laughs> but uh thank you all for yeah. being here anything uh, else you'd like to say Blanca yes for the pop-up, for the pop-up. so in for valentine day we're having another pop-up just okay. sign up to our newsletter mm-hmm. um we we usually take pre-orders um for this pop-up we're not mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be first come first serve so show up early because yeah, we sell out sell fast quick. um and then the next one is gonna be february 11th at pearls books okay so at uh on the newsletter we let you we send you the pre-order link so you can mm-hmm. pre-order and pick up at the location and we'll do that throughout the year we got a couple lined up now out to march so Okie dokie. And we'll follow share the us. flyers on our social media so yes. people can look out for them there or follow either one follow of us on Instagram, Instagram and do that definitely sign up for our newsletter because we're going to have some surprise pop ups throughout the Ooh. year, too. There we go. That so, just our email list will know about. Okie dokie. So this Saturday, once again, the event's called uh, Pop Up, Shop, Eat, Sip and Read January 28th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And once again, what was the location on Emma Avenue? 115 West Emma uh-huh. at the famous hardware bookstore at Hill Folk. Hill yes. Folk has a bunch of signage in the yes. front. Okay. You can't miss it. You can't and, miss uh, it. Blanca and Diana, thank you all 
for making the time to be here. Thank we you. went. Thanks we for having a, us. Yes, thank you, Elena. And Elena, thank you for being my co-host today. And hopefully <laughs> you're here next week again. Yeah. Be fun. Uh, but that's the end of episode 167 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Edwin signing off. Thank <laughs> you.